Hey everybody, welcome to Tea with Kehoe. I'm Kehoe. Tea's on the stove. We did that in a little bit. Welcome to episode six. Uh, first off, I want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening. I hope you're enjoying and glad you are uh, because you keep listening. So thank you. Thank you so very much. Uh, if you have any comments or anything you would like to uh, throw my way, uh, on Anchor, the uh, platform that I'm on, uh, you can leave a message if you're on that site. Uh, so please do if you're listening on Anchor. And uh, everyone else, uh, after episode 10, I'm going to, if I keep going, I'll start up some sort of Facebook thing, page maybe to leave comments or anything like that. So, but that'll happen. Uh, after we get to the 10, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, so there's been a couple things that I've been thinking about this week and had written about or wrote down in my notes. Uh, and there's sort of like this debate that uh, me and my fiance have been having, and it is uh, whether, you know, when you go to the bathroom and you uh, get done, you button your fly, uh, you immediately zip her up, correct? Uh, I, a lot of times lately, it seems like I don't, uh, I've been forgetting and I don't know if it's a, uh, just a general, my brain's in in like 18 different places and the zipper is just not one of them. But, uh, there's been so many times where I will, you know, come out of the bathroom, I'll be doing things around the house and she'll look at me and she's like, you flies down and I'll, oh, Boom. Uh, I've gone out of the house. Uh, we've gone to the store and uh, I'll be getting out of the car and she'll look at me and she'll be like, oh my God, your fly's down. And I'm like, oh crap. Oh, and I put it up. Uh, but probably the best one was uh, we went out to dinner and uh, we went to a very nice uh, restaurant. Oh, we got boil. It's a very quick boil today. Uh, so let's go in there. Pour that tea. Yeah, we got a quick boil today. A lot of times, I seems like it seems like it takes forever. This one not so bad today. And so, uh, yes, we were going out to dinner, and uh, we're at the Old Orchard Inn in uh, East Aurora. And I was all gussied up, fancy pants and all. I had a nice, not a suit, but, you know, a jacket, nice slacks, nice button-up, a bow tie, had my bowler hat going, looking very nice. Uh, We asked the waitress to take a handful of pictures for us. Uh, I'm standing next to her. She's sitting down still. I'm standing next to her on the side, you know, crouched a little bit. Uh, she takes about four or five pictures. They look great. Uh, I, I look at them, I'm like, cool. Cheryl looks at them, and she just starts laughing. And she's like, we're going to have to ask her to do those again. And I'm like, why? What's wrong with them? She goes, your damn fly is down. Don't you ever put your zipper up. And yeah, uh, I was just standing there in the restaurant, zipper down, like, and because it was crouched, it was sort of like flared out a little bit and you could see that I just did not have it zipped. And she was really embarrassed, but didn't hesitate to tell the waitress 
why we had to retake the pictures because I was a complete utter bonehead and left my zipper down. So um, I felt a little embarrassed, but I deserved it. And uh, so do you always just, you know, button, you know, button zip, zip button. Uh, I forget sometimes. And now that I got some flannel, uh, pants that she bought me that don't have a zipper, it's perfect. There's just, there's just up no worries. No, nothing at all. I'm cool with it. Uh, so that is sort of, uh, she's like, why don't you? And I'm like, well, why do I have to? I'm home most of the time. So why not, you know, who cares if I zipper it up? Uh, I, I, I'm reverting to like childhood, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I should be talking about this. Maybe this is be one of those like, you know, keep it to yourself, John. There's there's no reason to, you know, get that involved. Uh, but getting to know me, getting to know all about me. Um, you're gonna hear those sort of things too. Uh, and other and so. As you know, my transitions suck. I'm still working on them, but uh, going out to dinner, you know, that thought of going to dinner and doing all that stuff uh, made me think of uh, the checks when I leave. Uh, Not like the money checks, but like uh, when I leave the house, I have to physically feel and touch certain objects so I know I have them, not assume. Don't guess. No, I have. Because there are too many times I have uh, left the house without and had to circle back, had to uh, deal with out until I got back or uh, called and had it delivered because someone was here and could drop it off. So um, I was... There are three things that I must say and physically check because I, maybe it it is my memories, uh, or memory, however you want to use that one, uh, wallet, phone, keys. Now the keys one should be obvious. You can't really lock the door without your keys, but I have walked down to my door without my keys and then walked out the door, turned around and had to go back in for them. That's the most obvious one that will not, you know, you can't get far without. You know, can't start the car, can't do nothing. So that one you very I very rarely would forget. But uh the wallet, there there's been many times I've assumed I had my wallet in my jacket or I had my wallet in my uh pants, my back pocket or my front pocket. I tend to keep my wallet in my front pocket, uh, sitting in the car with it in my back pocket. I find very annoying and cannot, you know, I'm just uncomfortable with it in my back pocket while driving. So I put it in my front pocket or the inner pocket of my jacket. So I have many times assumed I had it and left and gotten to, uh, Tim Hortons or have gotten to a uh, store, gas station, and been rather pissed off that I left it at home. So I have to uh, do that. And the phone one, uh, for the longest time, I had a little flip phone 
uh, very small, very compact. That was always, you know, basically on me, but I would forget that one too. Uh, but the little phone was easier to lose, or it was e- easier to lose and misplaced. So there are many times I would leave without that. And now that I've got this big uh, Horkin monstrosity of a phone, I mean monstrosity, I say that in the most loving of terms. This is, uh, it's, it's huge. I have a 7 plus. It's big. It's uh, maybe 8 plus, 7 plus. I can't remember now doesn't say it anywhere on the thing. I can't remember now. Uh, but it's a plus size, and it's big. And uh, I went from a little flip phone to this. And even with it being this big, I, you know, will walk out of the house without it. Because I'm glad of this sometimes, that it's not always the first thing on my mind. Uh, a telephone... Uh, which is what it should technically just be, a telephone. Uh, But it's so much more. It's so, I mean, I'm recording this on my phone, and then I will, you know, download it and post it and send it to the world and make announcements about it for it, uh, all on my phone. Uh, Could not do that on a flip phone uh, as much as I would want it to. There was no way in hell I was recording a podcast on my phone. But now, it's a piece of cake. It's amazing. And, uh, uh still too soon to sip. I, I still gotta learn a good waiting time for that first sip. I always do it. I mean, even when I'm not doing this, I will sip too soon. And I'll be like, ah, not, not yet, almost. So, uh, yeah, if I forget my phone... A lot of times, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll deal. Because what do I really need it for? Uh, To play a couple games while I'm killing some time? Uh, Check Facebook or, you know, Instagram or, you know, my email? I don't have tons and tons of sites or apps that I go to. I've got, like, a handful of games, like I think I've mentioned, and... Um, just a handful of things. So if I forget it, I can deal with it. Uh, I can't deal without the wallet. I always got to go back for the wallet. I mean, that's a no-brainer. I mean, if I got stopped uh, for stop sign or speeding or, you know, doing something dumb uh, and I don't have my wallet, I mean, I have it. It's, I'm legal, but not having it, they don't like when you don't have it. So it's always good to have it. So I always gotta go back. But the phone, I won't necessarily go back for unless I know I'm absolutely gonna need the phone to contact somebody. Then I know I have to. But, so I always do the uh, phone, wallet, keys check. Uh, It's a good thing for me, helps keep me, but then at times I forget to do the check. So, Remembering to do the check, to remember the things that you might forget, is, you know. Uh, <laughs> so, <clears throat> excuse me. So, yeah, that's uh, how my mind works in that respect. I need to, and then I have to touch the phone. I can't just say, yep, phone. I have to touch it. I have to feel the wallet. I have to hear the keys shake. Um, 
that's sort of how it works for me. Uh, tactile and audio, or, you know, hearing it, seeing it, touching it, all works. Gotta do it all. No, it was like in uh, our bookshelf, I uh, put a new book in there. I got a new book for Christmas. Um, it is entitled Farts. And uh, it is an audio book. In fact, let's go get it. Now that I'm thinking about it, let's have some fun. Uh, I got it for Christmas at a um, legacy party, a white elephant sort of uh, gift thing. I, I guess it's where gift is opened and the next one could, next person could steal that or keep it or, or pick a new one. And so throughout the night, I eventually ended up with. Um, this book called Farts, and there is 10 farts that they list here. Uh, it's a Spotter's Guide by uh, Carrie Bauer. Uh, it's cute. It's, it's you know, uh, see the blowing smoke, which makes me laugh. Uh, number three. It's a, it's a very long one. Um... Uh, it says it's range, which which makes me laugh. Uh, the southern United States, uh, eastern block countries, Buffalo, New York. Uh, and since I'm from Buffalo, New York, the blowing smoke fart is like our hometown anthem, right? Uh, but then there's, you know, like the one that got away. That like sneaky sort of wet one so uh i got this for christmas and i was quite happy uh made me laugh and uh sort of gross but then also there's uh two more books up there uh the scratch and sniff book of weed where throughout the book you can scratch and smell different types of weed or things associated with marijuana and pot and all the joys that uh, comes with that. Uh, if it's not evident, or I, I know I don't say it a lot, but I am a fan and uh, truly enjoy marijuana. And it is my choice. Uh, I, alcohol, I don't drink much. I not a big fan. I always sat weird in my stomach. Never, you know, I, I used to be a fun drunk, I think. Uh, I was always a good time. I was never one of those uh, brooding, angry drunks, or I was never one of those, like, gotta fight drunks, or I was goofy. I was rambunctious. I was flirty. I was, you know, ridiculous at times. Uh, but it just never really sat well with me. And uh, so when I found weed, I just jumped on that. Uh, and both feet, didn't drink for about 11 years. Uh, so when I was in New York and had and found that book, I had to buy it. Uh, and then there's one we got. Uh, I bought it for uh, my fiance because she's my unicorn and I'm her Bigfoot. Both, you know, can't believe that either one exists. <laughs> so uh, I bought her this unicorn book and it's uh, each page has got a little like furry like or a, a you know, velvety or plush thing to touch it's very tactile it's it's for children but uh it's still very cute and 
I was, you know, being lovey-dovey and got that for her. I believe it was for Valentine's Day, I think. Uh, uh, don't quote me on any of that. Uh, like I said, my memories are a little hazy sometimes. And uh, so on the bookshelf, we've got, uh, you know, visual, you know, uh, smell, sight, uh, feel, sound. It's all, all these fun little books that uh, excite the senses. Uh, I don't have a taste book over there. Um, if there was a book that you could lick, I don't know if I would uh, lick it. But maybe, depending on what the book was. But even so. So, prop, so probably, you know, a licking book would be next in my, you know, repertoire. Uh, so... <clears throat> Hope that was fun. Uh, Because, you know, you got to have books that touch every part of you, not just your your brain and your eyes. And you can't just use those two senses and those, you know, your brain's not a sense. It's, you know, the holder and and interpreter of all the senses. So uh, I don't think it's not a, it's a sensory organ, but it's an all sensory organ. so, I'm losing myself right here, so I'm going to find the next thing I have written on my list. And because my transitions suck, this is it. Transition. Hi, welcome to... I didn't have a TV for 10 years, and uh, didn't watch a lot of TV, or any TV at all, for a, the, the longest time. And uh, felt really good about that really enjoyed it. There were some things I wish I would have seen uh, more of, and but more things that I'm glad I didn't see or weren't exposed to. Uh, I think I've talked about it in the past uh, shows. If not, just touch real quick. Uh, I don't like commercials. Uh, I hate them. I think uh, they're horribly made and uh badly written and just the whole nine yards. There are some, you know, decent commercials, but for the most part, commercials suck. And I hate uh, being sold things that I can't afford. And that was one of my biggest banes, you know, being a divorced dad, you just, I just, I'm not in that world. I can't afford the the car, the new gadget, the new thing, the this, that, the other thing. I can't even afford life insurance sometimes. So, uh, most times, all the time. Uh, so, didn't like advertising. Uh, but also, I mean, I didn't get to watch 30 Rock or Parks and Rec. Uh, I didn't get to see, you know, I liked fa- you know, Family Guy, but didn't get to see it much. The Simpsons fell off the map with that. Uh, uh, South Park enjoyed it for a little while, but really didn't miss it when I stopped watching it. So there was all those, you know, goods and bads. But uh, because of that, you know, I missed a lot of of those uh, pop culture things and those you know references that a lot of people make nowadays. I just miss them, and I mean that's that's fine. I'm good. I still don't have a you know cable TV. I should say we do have the digital satellite thing that we can uh, you know antenna thing that we pick up the basic channels and. Um, we're fine with that. I'm totally fine. 
that was only on once all last week, and that was for some football. And that's it. Why, why, why do more? We don't need more. Uh, it's pointless. Excuse me. We're both doing a lot. Um, we both would rather not watch TV. So we don't, and that's good. But when I was, uh, for a while, on my own or, you know, in between uh, spaces and places and this and that throughout the past 15 years after my divorce, uh, the biggest time I would get to watch TV was at my parents' house. Uh, When I was, uh, if they weren't around, I had time to stop in their house uh, to check on it when they were traveling. Uh, I'd stop in when they were out at the cottage, so you know, you know, to collect the mail, this and that for them. Uh, so a lot of those things, I would have some time to veg out and watch some TV, and I would do it for BBC America and the History Channel and the Science Channel and stuff like that. I used to. That's what I would watch. Uh, and BBC America was mostly for Doctor Who. Uh, occasionally, if I was there, uh, or they were doing some reruns of a Graham Norton, I really enjoyed him uh, and his show. And there were a handful of BBC shows that I enjoyed watching, but it was mainly for Doctor Who. And if I knew there was a Doctor Who marathon and my folks weren't going to be around, I would try and get there for that and watch one or two of them and then the history channel i you know used to really enjoy that but then that sort of changed a lot and it became more not about history but about like reality and it was like uh started becoming like pawn stars i I think that's on history uh and duck dynasty i'm pretty sure that was on history and deadliest catch and american pickers ancient aliens counting cars they became more uh, not about history, uh, you know. Like, sure, your your American pickers were, you know, talking about early Americana, antiquey things like that. But that's not really history uh, to me. That's you know, that's it's not. It's an antique show. Uh, and Pawn Stars, sure, they're talking about old things that they want to pawn, but. It's basically just a, you know, uh, what's that PBS show uh, where they show all the old-timey stuff and they're, you know, oh, that's this and that's that. And I can't remember that show. I can't remember the name. Antiques Roadshow. That's it. Uh, It's sort of what that is. Uh, American Pickers and Pawn Star, stuff like that. So it's not history. It's just, you know... Uh, interesting things maybe but not true history uh, but the science channel has stayed pretty much true to their sciencey stuff they you know how the universe works and uh, the shows the true science shows that talk about you know the world in general you know from the human body to the earth to the universe and all this fun sort of stuff uh but then, you know, they get into their little weird stuff, too, where they have their unexplained files and uh, those sort of channel, those sort of shows where they talk about, uh, you know, aliens and 
all the weird things in space, which I want to be honest, I so want there to be aliens. There's, okay, there's, like, the three big things of, of those shows that I like uh, on both channels, uh, if I see them or I see shows like this on any channel and I happen to be around it, I will, that's where I will gravitate to, this, uh, uh, this silly stuff, or what some people will call silly, I enjoy, uh, so it's not silly, it's enjoyment, um, the alien debate and, uh, stuff, you know, UFOs and strange lights and all that kind of stuff, I watch shows like that, uh, anything about Bigfoot, I will watch a show about Bigfoot, and, uh, shows about like past civilizations on earth and this is that sort of stuff i enjoy those things uh and i'm a realist in my beliefs of that and enjoyment of those things uh because i have to that's just the way i am uh i'm very uh like i said i gotta touch it i gotta see it i gotta hear it i might even have to taste it uh but I need those things. So without those things, I'm not going to truly believe. I mean, when it comes to aliens and uh, life in the universe, yes, there has to be. Uh, with the size, the whole, you know, we've heard the things from Sagan, you know, and all, all the, you know, we're arrogant to believe we're not. Um, with the great, expanse of the entire universe there's got to be other life and from microbial to advanced to ethereal and you know who knows you know a silicon based you know methane breathing uh, who we can't even fathom the potentials of what life is because we are just narrowly looking at the universe uh, we can't see at all we can't imagine it all we don't understand almost any of it and yet you know uh, there's stuff out there somewhere out there it's there is it here are they visiting I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know uh, the blurry pictures the uh, dark photos of lights uh, intriguing uh, wishful thinking uh, I, I need more uh, I can't I don't um, as much as I want there to be aliens landing uh, and who's to say they haven't uh, I just need to have a better uh, visual than the blurry pictures or the strange lights in the sky that are not, you know, explainable. Explain them. Uh, make those lights, you know, prove the aliens. That's what I need or want. But I so believe that they are there, out there in the universe. Just, we just, you know, I don't think they're here yet. And if they are, prove it. Because I want that to be there. Uh, Bigfoot. Do I think Bigfoot's real? Uh... My realism says no. Uh, and the same reasoning with uh, the aliens. When you have, when you take a picture and you have to 
do so much just to make that shadow in the trees kind of look like a face when you have to do all this incredible technology and computer stuff to, you know, make that, you know, blurry motion look like maybe a person, then, you know, that's not proof. That's, that's just your wishful thinking. That could be any number of things. It could be Bigfoot, but it also could not be. And it more likely is not because we see faces wherever we want to see them. And we, our, our brains are just, that's what we do. And I know the name. I just, uh, again, uh, pallid, uh, it starts with a P. The, the fact that you see faces in, you know, the fronts of cars or uh, the way picture frames are hanging or this or that or, you know, we see faces and that's what you're doing there with Bigfoot. You're looking into the woods, you think you see a face, you want it to be Bigfoot, so that's, yeah, the, yeah there's Bigfoot. No, it's, it's, it's not. Um, but I would want there to be. I, I truly would love if there was like a true like hidden civilization of Bigfoots with their own language, their own culture, their own history, their own thing. Uh, living in caves and underground uh, worlds that uh, not, you know, hollow earth crap, but because uh, that I do not believe. Uh, but inside caves, and maybe not every mountain is, you know, such a, you know, giant uh, mass. Maybe there's a lot more hollowed out spots in some mountains, and that's where the Bigfoot live. And every once in a while, they come out to do what they do and want to, you know, get out in the world or some, you know, someone gets, you know, cast out. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, the Bigfoot we see are the cast-outs from the world uh, inside the mountains that they live in. Who knows? I, I, I want that to be a thing. I would love that to be a thing. Will that be a thing? Could that be a thing? Why not? I think yes. But until I can uh, walk into a cave and find that giant oaken door that uh, keeps everybody out, and, you know, I won't believe it because I can't smell the Bigfoot the, the reek of his you know fur and musk I can't touch the Bigfoot or get touched and punched and killed by him uh, I can't see and I can't hear and like I said I don't want to lick but until those you know any one of those criteria are met, I'm really, I can't believe. And uh, for past civilizations, like what happened in the past, excuse me there on that big sip, um, were there civilizations before our time here, our, our memory, our history, our, you know, 
12,000 years ago, or 15,000 years ago, or 10,000 years ago, wherever you think it lies, um, was there something before us? Uh, I, yeah, maybe, I, w- I would like that to be. I mean, you got from the dawn, uh, or from, from the end of the dinosaurs, um, and the catastrophe that was their demise, say, with the uh, asteroid. Maybe, you know, take a million years. So, uh, for fluctuations and things to ebb and flow and find their way to a comfort zone, uh, you know, who knows? I'm not a geologist. I have done no study into this. This is all just things off my, you know, from my head, thinkings of what could. So, uh, but say that now you got 62 million years of time and the earth has changed uh, geography in that time period. So uh, maybe five million years after uh, the dinosaurs, some proto, some some humanoid, some uh, intelligent creature came into being and developed a culture and a civilization. And it wasn't advanced. It wasn't revolutionary. It wasn't, you know, mystic or wild or crazy or cool. But it was a civilization. And it was crazy wild and cool and everything to those people. To us, you know, was nothing, perhaps. But they had that. And that lasted for 5,000 years. And they had a good advancement. And by the end of that 5,000 years, they had a nice civilization going. They had a nice little thing going. But then where they lived, something happened. And, or, you know, fights and plague or some sort of disease. Who knows? But they didn't last. And from that, a handful may have stuck around and fought their way through to, you know, another time. Or complete annihilation like everything else you know, has happened throughout you know, history on this planet. You know, every species at some point will die out. Some spe- you know, every species will end being a species at some point. And who's to say there weren't several incarnations of intelligent beings and uh, that they developed into what would be, in our uh, comprehension, our thought, a civilization, a uh, culture, and, you know, creating art and literature and poetry and all the things that we think of a civilization and a culture should have along with you know advancements in science and uh, you know social things uh, you know social advancements science advancements uh, educational advances all these things uh, you know making a civilization good so at you know 57 years ago for about 5,000 years something happened 
that's obliterated. We're never going to see that. Five million years later, something again pops up. Another little culture, another little group of beings that in time developed where they were and didn't make it. But then, you know, someone from this culture hung on, just like in the first ones. They hung on and they slowly and slowly built and it took millennia and, you know, hundreds of thousands of years, millions of years to build, you know, to get out of, you know, a stone age back into a place where they could have culture in this. And who knows, perhaps that happened several times in the past 63 million years and before that or during that. Who knows when these things developed or could have? Are we smart enough to know everything? No. Uh, I'm humble enough to be like, look, I don't know Jack, but I wish and I hope. I mean, I want there to be some culture that was around 50,000 years ago or a million years ago that, you know, they had flying cars or they had, you know, they were better than us, but the shit hit the fan and not even they could stop it. And, you know, who knows? It could have, they could have done exactly what we've been doing and just killing the environment for greed, taking all we want, putting nothing back being wasteful and harmful to the planet and the planet just shrugs and shakes us off like a pest and off we go and maybe the earth has shrugged several generate or several civilizations ah maybe the earth has shrugged several civilizations off this earth in the past that we will never know about because it was complete and utter annihilation and time is the biggest uh, culprit of all that because you can kill it but then time will eventually erode it to nothing and so we'll probably never know about the past civilizations but I I want to believe that they were there and that uh, they were fun and they were uh, good places Uh, they were bad places they were just like us no better no worse Uh, so that's just how I feel about it and want to think about it and uh, that's where it's going to (laughs) stand excuse me so getting down to the last sip and uh I want to say thank you again to everyone for uh, listening. Um, and please keep listening. Uh, and again, if you're on Anchor, please uh, leave me a message. If you're listening and you enjoy it or you hate it, uh, let me know. I, I, I want to get some feedback. I really want to know how uh, folks are perceiving this. Uh, so thank you on that one. And uh, Please keep being nice to each other. Be good. And uh, I will see you soon. And next show, 
with a guest, special guest. I'm not going to say who. So uh, you guys have a great night. See you soon. Mm. Okay, turn this thing.